is played. Look at you, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's down to Ricky's place. Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar, but guess what? There is no Rick or Amanda, but we're lucky tonight because we have the fabulous Phil Gebhardt here tonight, and uh, Phil is going to talk to us. Hello, Phil. Cheers. Hello, we got to do a cheers. And that's a far stretch, I must say. Oh, no, 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 no. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself just so they know a little bit about Phil all right. I'm a California native, and uh, I've traveled the world doing uh, sound for cruise ships. I lived in New York for a while, and I'm currently the front of house engineer for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Yes, which I visit often. Yes. <laughs> it's great, because then I have a ride home every night. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. We're great having you. And uh, once again, we are here at KHTS 1220, your hometown station. Okay, so here's what we're going to talk about today. We've got the Academy Awards coming up here. And Bob in Detroit sent us a little note, and he said, uh, there are songs that have won the Academy Award or been nominated that have absolutely nothing to do about the movie like this one. And so this is B.J. Thomas, Raindrops Keep Falling in My Head, Academy Award winner, 1969. Nothing about cowboys, nothing, but it was written for the movie. It was written specifically for the movie. And the... uh, Fits so well with <laughs> there's not, guns not, and robbing. And I don't even think it's raining stuff. when they play this song. <laughs> no, I don't think it's even, no, there was no, no rain drizzle, no clouds. And uh, um, so anyway, but this this one. And... What were the ones this year again? There's two, Phil, there's two nominees. Uh, uh, Sergio Mendez with uh, Rio and uh, Man or Muppet for oh, the, the Muppet, Muppet movie by Brett McKenzie. Oh, yeah, and he's from that. Uh, so uh, this being an adult audience, everybody has seen the Muppet movie, yes? <laughs> right. I have children, and I still haven't seen the Muppet movie. Okay, but, but before we get started on that, there is one question that we had a question come in. Phil was on the show before, and we had this question come in, and it's Academy Award appropriate, which is they give two Academy Awards, one for film for sound editing and one for sound mixing and somebody wanted to know what the difference was and i don't know so i wasn't going to answer it but phil's here so you can answer it go ahead phil tell him it's under my impression that the sound editing is what is done post-production so everything that happens after the actual event whether it's a tv recording or a taping of a movie uh the engineers take the product, come in, and they use Pro Tools or some sort of editing equipment and fix uh, airplane noises or anything like that. And the actual uh, award for sound mixing is, from what I understand, it would be somebody actually mixing the show, like, say, uh, the Academy Awards, which is generally up for uh, something during uh, for uh, best mixing, is the gentleman that actually mixed what you heard on TV, nothing that's been fixed. It's the actual event live. Wow. So and do you, do you know in the Emmys, do they do the same division or is it just one? There are several different divisions. Like uh, for The Tonight Show, the one time, one and only time that our, that we were nominated, it was for sound mixing in a variety show 
or special. And from <laughs> we have a lovely little show, but we were up against like Paul McCartney and Red Square. That is cr- and, crazy. You know, it's two completely different shows, and of course, you know, it, it we didn't win. It was fun to go there and enjoy the night, but for what we were doing, it's completely different. So. That's what I think is the uh, the difference between the two. The editing is everything that's done after the fact that it's been recorded, and the mixing is during the production, whether it's live or taped. It's the actual art of the engineer standing there doing the show. Cool. Well, guess what, Phil? It's now that we're on the radio, we've got commercials, so we have to stop right now for a commercial. But we will be back right after this message from our sponsors. I can't wait. A subtle joke, a touch of class. Hello and welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. We are back here with Phil Gebhard. Thank you very much, Phil, for being with us again. Happy to be here. Where is Rick, by the way? Rick and Amanda, they're doing some Hollywood thing. I'm not sure where they are. What, just because it's the three? And you were doing a Hollywood thing today, too, right? You saw the... the, Globetrotters. The kids saw the, the Globetrotters. The kids saw the Globetrotters, and they loved it. And then Jill and I went out and had cocktails. Nice. <laughs> it was That's great. what we like to hear. Okay, so once again, our topic is songs from movies that uh, have nothing to do with the movie. Okay. And we're listening to a song from Enchanted, which has everything to do with the movie. And Disney does that good. When Disney makes a soundtrack, it, every song has something to do with the movie. They, they've, and they've always done that. It's always been phenomenal what they can put together as far as a soundtrack for a movie. Little Mermaid, Under the Sea. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it won Academy Award. Absolutely. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty I think the, the song Beast. was Beauty and the Beast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like Lion King. You know? Lion King, yeah. yeah. It's like every one of those songs. Hakuna Matata. Yeah. They all have, they're can written. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Everybody yeah. knows that song. It's, it's just written. amazing what they can do. Okay. So, so let's talk about ones that didn't make it. All right. And uh, uh, we'll do a listener one. Uh, Kelly said that the song I'm All Right, which you know what... Uh, Movie that's from Kenny Loggins. Got to be Caddyshack. It's Caddyshack, but I'm not sure it has anything to do with golf <laughs> in the movie. No, but you know, I think in an odd sense, it's it's got to be following Chevy Chase's character because whatever ah. happens to him, he really didn't care. So, right, you know, he's got the table full of checks. Yes, yes, he yes. Cashed. He's the golf professional. He's doing all right. So maybe in that aspect, it does actually fit with the movie. Yeah, Ty was his name Ty. in the movie. And but Lace, then again, you know... Lacey Underalls. That's, that's, yes. <laughs> that was her name. That's certainly a movie that uh, it could mean anything. A good movie, though. <laughs> a good, good movie. movie. Absolutely. Classic. Okay, well, here's, here's another one. Do you remember The Legend of Billy Jack? I can't say that I do. Okay, well, he was a Vietnam guy that came back, and he uh, kind of like... Rambo before Rambo. But anyway, but the song for that movie was called One Tin Soldier, which has absolutely nothing to do with that movie. Hmm. Any you got? Well, we were discussing this earlier, and it's got to be Titanic. Right. With uh, Celine Dion. Dion. Yes, I can't really understand that one. Uh, Considering that was not even in the movie, it was part of the, the, the credits. Right. It was. It wasn't even sung during the movie. No, it has no. nothing to do with sinking or drowning or no. And, and you know, as, and, and 
as if the movie wasn't long enough. <laughs> you go through the whole movie, and then you got to sit there and listen to Celine Dion. And one thing that I like to do with the movies, because I am in the industry and I've kind of passed this on to my kids, is that you sit and you watch the credits. To look for your name or somebody you know. Somebody you know. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, just out of respect for the people that have right. put the hard work into the movie. Right. But then you got to listen to Celine Dion, and it's like, you know what? Maybe I should rethink this whole thing of sitting there and watching the, uh, the, okay. the credits. I'll tell you, do you know the story of Mrs. Robinson? So Simon and Garfunkel, they wanted him to sing a song for The Graduate, and they they tried a bunch of them. They didn't like them, and they said, well, we wrote this song about the death of um, Eleanor Roosevelt, and it's called Mrs. Roosevelt. And that's where that whole Where Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio thing okay. came from. And they said, okay, we like that song. They said, okay. Paul Simon said, we'll change it to Mrs. Robinson <laughs> instead of Mrs. Roosevelt. Good deal. At least he made a little effort, okay? Sure. <laughs> and he put in something about having an affair. And he made that song about the graduate. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Okay. But here's another one. Is 1978... Last Dance won the Academy Award, Donna Summer. <laughs> and I'm sure that she just had that song, and they said, well, we just play that song in the movie, and it won an Academy Award. And it, the movie is called Thank God It's Friday. Now, but do you suppose that was a hit before it and you just wanted to throw that in there? Or it actually wasn't. It was, written, it was written for the movie, but I got a feeling it was just written, and it was like Donna Summer was hot, and they said... What do you got? <laughs> she said, hey, let's dance. Last dance. So, yeah. We'll just, okay, we'll do that. Interesting. Uh, okay, you're from New York, or you lived in New York for a while, I lived right? there for a while, yes. Okay, got to know what you think about this one. You ever see the movie Arthur? Yes. Have you ever been caught between the moon and New York City? Uh, not sober, <laughs> no. Uh, um, I can't say that I have. I mean, New York is a fabulous city, <laughs> but I can't. Say that I've ever been caught between the moon and the city. I'm not sure that song has anything to do with that movie. No, what Arthur? <laughs> but no, that's a, that's a good one. I mean, Arthur. It was a fabulous movie, and, and but it's kind of the same thing. Christopher Cross had this song "Sailing," yeah, and I think they like. I think it was what do you got? The B side of what do you got? I uh, got any, anything with New York? Anything with? Uh, okay, let's do it. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Any other ones you... Uh, Maybe uh, that's along the, the lines of, oh, when the moon hits, you're on the <laughs> you know, that, that falls with Italy. Or, now, uh, now, I will give people... Uh, see, I have to... Because we had one listener complain about, which I think is a really good song, which is uh, Mike's and then Stuck in the Middle with You with, in Reservoir Dogs. But that song was not written for that movie. But there's this really cool part where they're... Cutting, cutting people up sure. to that song, and it is really cool that it's in there. So if you put movie like like you mentioned the uh, that's Amore in Moonstruck with Cher in New York, that made a lot of sense because it was a song and it kind of had something to do, but sure. it wasn't written for that. No, it's stuck in the middle of you. I mean, Reservoir Dogs was a great movie. Great, great, and being there. You're in that situation. You're with your buddies. I mean, you're in the. You're stuck in the. In the middle is is a, a polite way of saying you're stuck in the middle of every. You know, I like that. Pile it did mean it, something. You know. See, I Mike. It, I think it does fit. 
Okay, well, we will be back. We have to take another break. We will be back right after this with Phil Gebhardt. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar with a Phil Gebhardt and talking about Academy Award-nominated songs and just songs in general for movies that have nothing to do with the movies. And we are on KHTS AM 1220, your hometown station, and just a couple sponsors. PBI Creative, if you need business cards or any photographs, anything for your business stationery, call them and tell them you heard about them on Rick's Martini Bar. Also, sportsmemorabilia.com. You still are you're a Laker fan or a New York Knicks fan, Phil? You know, uh, have you got Lynn Sanity? That's all I want to know. That's amazing. I think that just is an incredible story, and you know, all the power to him. Come on, that guy's a Harvard graduate. I know and Harvard, and he's putting everybody to shame. They uh, won again, but tonight he scored twenty eight points he or something like that. Points. Yeah. So you Go could you could get a you could get a Jeremy Lynn jersey. Autographed even at sportsmemorabilia.com. Just go sportsmemorabilia.com and click on from our website at www.mccartymetro.com and you can get Lynn Sanity. Okay, we're back with Phil. Well said. And here's here's one that troubled me when I saw the movie was uh, the movie Superman, again, 1978, the song Can You Read My Mind, which. <clears throat> I know about Superman. He's got x-ray vision, and he's got everything else. He cannot read minds, and it has nothing to do with that movie at all. He can fly. He can has x-ray vision. He has he's strength, a lot of strength. Well, I think, I think you're, he, you're, you're she going down the, the right the one superpower that he does not have. Well, I think, you've got, I think you've got the right idea, and that's kind of the road that I was looking at, is that everybody sits there and... They all have their secret power that they would wish if somebody asked you, like, if you had a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> and sure, you know, I mean, they've made movies about being able to read people's mind. Mel Gibson, it's like, <laughs> what do women want? It's like, he can yeah, have the yeah, power yeah. to read their mind. And maybe that has something to do with that, is that maybe it's showing that Superman has his, Ooh. his other than the kryptonite. He's not perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. No? Okay, well, let me ask you this, Phil. That look up in the air, it's a bird? It's a plane. Okay, but 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 if... He didn't know it was Superman until three afterwards. But have you ever stopped in the middle of the street and said, look up in the sky, it's a bird? Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Who would ever do that? <clears throat> I am... Well, maybe things <laughs> or even a plane. <laughs> I mean... My my son is twelve and he's passed looking at airplanes that pass yes. by in the sky. It's not that exciting anymore. And then and here's here's one too, and this is another one that I think is the same thing where it's just like, what do you got? And the, believe it or not, this song was ri- actually written for the movie Shrek, which was <clears throat> accidentally in love. Hmm. Which I love the Shrek trilogy. I do and, too. And they've got fabulous soundtracks to go with it. I mean, just incredible songs that that, that went with the movies and accidentally in love. They pretty much go to the Counting Crows and they say, what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> Can you put something else and see what... Um, I think that in in the midst of the movie, you know, Shrek is going to this castle to rescue Fiona. And he's there just to get his swamp back and falls in love with this girl. So he's not expecting it. And, uh, you know, that's really the best way to fall in love is when you're not expecting it. You know, you remember back in high school and college, whenever you're looking to meet somebody 
and you're trying to, you never meet anybody. Right. So the minute you stop, exactly, then you meet somebody that you want to hang out with. So here he is, storming the castle, kicking the dragon's butt. You opened my eyes, Phil. Dragon donkey along, <laughs> and all of a sudden, here's Fiona, who happens to be, you know. A freak at night, too, because he turns into right? the ogre. A spoiler alert. Thanks for spoiling of... that movie yes, from it... 1989 <laughs> or whatever. You've rationalized, like, three of these songs, which I thought had nothing to do with the movies. You're going to have to rationalize this last one. All right, what do you got? Back to the Future. Yes. Right. Which one? <laughs> there have been 32, right? <laughs> this is actually from the first one, I believe. Maybe it's, I think it's from the first no, one. No, yes, I think it's the first one, yes. And uh, they picked Huey Lewis in the News mm. to do a song. Power of Love. The Power of Love. The Power of Love. See, it, now, I don't think it fits in the beginning of the movie because he's... You know, Marty McFly is riding his skateboard through town. Right. And that doesn't really fit... But I think in the towards the end of the movie when finally Beth's the bad guy. Yeah, he gets Beth. And everything is set right in the future. Right. Or at least for the next two movies. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be the power of love because he has conquested and gotten the girl. I don't know if I'm going to let you off the yeah, easy, no, I, I'm shoveling. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got one more in my boots. <laughs> but, but it if, sounded pretty good. It though. did sound good for a start. But, oh. well, Phil, you've been delight. You opened my eyes for, like, four songs, but not that last one. You didn't. Yeah, you no, weren't able like, to do You Lose and Lose. And, I was shoveling. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, w- so, what's your pick for the Oscars? What's your pick for this uh, this year? As in Best Picture? No. no. Oh, 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 you know what? Let's do it. Let's do Best Picture. I'm going to go with The Artist. I think it's going to be the year of The Artist. I think John Desjardins is going to win Best Actor. I think The Artist is going to win Best Picture. I think it's going to be big. Black and white. And and there was a thing in the LA Times. Or the median age of the Academy voter is, take a guess. 62! Say at least 60. 62. <laughs> so I was thinking it would be the artist, but now that I know that most of the people that are voting actually yeah. saw silent movies, they <laughs> that's my pick. I, I think you're probably right. I mean, the, the unfortunately, I haven't seen any of these movies, but from what I've heard from people that, and the clips that I have seen, I hear it's just an incredible movie. But uh, anyway, if uh, so, thanks for being with us. And uh, my pleasure, anytime, Phil. I will see you at the Tonight Show. And uh, thanks for being with us. Cheers. Cheers. Join us next week with Rick Farmelo, Amanda Raymond, and some other random guest <laughs> at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing them down to Ricky's down.